At the end of the day, is your to-do list mostly not done? No need to feel guilty or disappointed. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey joins us with the story. Roy? Thank you, Chris. We're talking with Madeline Dorr, the author of I Didn't Do the Thing Today, Letting Go of Productivity Guilt. Madeline, I think a lot of people can probably relate to this. Let's start with just how you define productivity guilt. Well, productivity guilt, it has many different guises. It can be that feeling like you're not doing enough. It can be that feeling that you're behind in comparison to what you think everybody else is doing. It can be that feeling of doing too much even and defining your sense of self-worth from what you do. And it can be sort of a rigidity to how you expected the day to unfold. And when the day unfolds differently or you don't get through your to-do list, it's that feeling that the day is a failure or you're a failure because of what you didn't manage to do. And that feeling of guilt or anxiety can follow us around and really be the thing that contributes to this sense of overwhelm that we can experience. With the huge number of people who worked from home during the pandemic and many who are continuing to do so, there's more of a kind of a 24-7 mindset there. How do you think that has affected productivity guilt? Mm, I think that that has definitely amplified the feeling because the boundaries have become blurred and it's less clear for some people when a day is enough, when a day is finished in terms of work. And so that feeling can be perpetuated because it seems like the to-do list is ever-expanding and endless and we can never actually quite reach enough. So it's really about untethering our sense of self-worth from what we do exclusively so that we can actually find our own version of what enough is and we can find what works for us and put different boundaries in place if that's something that we need and really inspect this feeling of productivity guilt because interestingly that's the thing that gets in the way of us being productive. (laughs) One of your chapter titles that caught my eye is The Hopeless Search for an Ideal Routine. Talk about that for a moment and just maybe how your approach would be different. Yes, well, a lot of what we see in terms of the rhetoric around getting a routine is very aspirational. And so routines can be very helpful. They can give us a sense of order and structure in our days, but it's quite rare that we stick to them perfectly. And often when we see these routines that are put on a pedestal, by, you know, successful or wealthy people, it's ignoring that our day looks different and we can't actually expect to recreate the same recipe if we've got different ingredients. And so what I suggest instead of this aspirational routine that, you know, if we fall short of, we only wind up berating ourselves for not sticking to, we actually can find what works for us instead and see what works with our day and experiment with different approaches and perhaps even be more flexible. So instead of having a perfect rigid routine that's the same day after day, it's actually being flexible with what might occur in the day and knowing that it can unfold differently to how we expect. It's not just what we do, it's also how we connect with people, what we learn, what mistakes we make. All of this is really an important part of living and and what it means to be human. And so I think that's more expansive and inclusive than the narrowing of productivity. Many productivity experts suggest making a list at the beginning of the day. And typically at the end of the day, there are, who knows, two, three, four items that you never got to. That certainly (laughs) would add to the productivity guilt, wouldn't it? 
Yes, I think a lot of it comes from these unfinished to-do lists. Again, that can be great advice. And for some people, a to-do list is a great way to organize things and even calm anxiety to have everything sort of on a page in front of you. But my suggestion would be to have the list and hold it lightly and know that maybe you won't get to everything and that's okay. Instead of seeing an incomplete to-do list as a list of failures, we can see it as a list of possibilities of things that we can be excited that we still get to do (laughs) in an ideal world. And obviously there's going to be things on that list that we dread to do, but just knowing that you're not a failure just because you didn't get through the list, hold it lightly. So Madeline, do you have any final words of advice just in general on how to let go of productivity guilt? I think the key is to remember that you're human and that means that your day will vary, you also vary. So it's important to Give yourself a permission slip in many ways to find your way of doing things that suits what your day looks like rather than comparing yourself to somebody else's. Madeline Dore, the author of I Didn't Do the Thing Today, Letting Go of Productivity Guilt. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to chat. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. And that's it for this week's show. Special thanks to this week's InfoTrack contributors, Roy Mackey and Gina Tedesco. Our internet services are provided by Pair Networks. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. We hope you'll join us right here next week for another edition of InfoTrack. <laughs>